News Talk Sports. Now, the experts on AM980. And good afternoon. It's Brian Nuttall on a wintry Saturday and safely in London. Here's Chris Welker. Good afternoon. Hi. Thank you, Brian. And happy Valentine's Day. And to you, sir. In the spirit of Valentine's Day, we have some couples out there who are going to be celebrating but also may have some couples who uh, may get a proposal today and they're going to embark on a new life together. And they may make some decisions down the road that they may regret later. And wouldn't it be wise to hear from Chris Welker today from Welker and Associates, trustee in bankruptcy, to talk about the things that they might be wise to take into account now? Yeah, well, I mean, we certainly see a lot of people um, in in different re- different parts of a relationship or different stages in a relationship. Um, I actually helped a couple this morning who uh, are were very amicable, but they're separating, unfortunately. I'm not very happy for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, but, uh, you know, and we, we were looking at their situation. I mean, people are, are, when they're getting into relationships, they often want to make sure that they know what their fi- partner's finances are like and, and their own finances and have everything in order so that they can build a life together and, and, and have uh, have a positive, uh, you know, have a positive outcome. The biggest challenge or the biggest, I guess, uh, issue for a lot of people is, is if they've been coming out of a past relationship or they were trying to help a, a friend or family member or, or whatever to buy a car, house, whatever it might have been, and uh, they end up having debt and, and, and needing to deal with it. And uh, one of, the, one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, is that people believe that if they're married, they automatically owe each other's debt and they become responsible in some way because of their marriage for the other person's uh, uh, debts and for their creditors. And that's absolutely not true. I mean, if my wife were to go out and rack up a million dollars in debt, it's got nothing to do with me. They can't. Those creditors, her creditors, cannot touch me, my assets, my my income. Um, we're totally separate. And there's also nothing that a, a partner could do that would affect uh, my credit rating or uh, legal obligation to pay my debts. And you just mentioned that's a myth. I mean, that is one of the misconceptions that you're kind of all in it together. And if one partner goes south on debt management, that the other has to pick up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- common examples. I mean, you've got one uh, one spouse is a business owner, and uh, the other spouse is uh, work as an employee somewhere, and then the business isn't doing well, and as a result, that partner has uh, has a mountain of debt, whether it's tax debt or uh, suppliers, whatever related to the business. And then when they come in to see us, one of the one of their biggest fears is is that somehow the debt that resulted from the the spouse that has the problem, somehow that's going to affect the other partner. And it just simply doesn't. I mean, the, the, the partner that's not in debt and hasn't, as long as they haven't signed on the dotted line, so to speak, for those debts, they have no responsibility whatsoever. Some of the debt problems can begin on day one, that being the marriage, where the couples may be overextending on the price of the wedding. They may not have parents that can help them out. And I, I think we're just here to offer up some advice. And then later in the show, we're going to talk about how you've helped many people. And we're going to hope that many more who are listening to the show today will feel even more comfortable about picking up the, uh, the phone and calling Chris directly. But back to the couples again, here on Valentine's Day, maybe getting married soon. And, and the, the weddings are just getting more and more pricey. And at the same time therefore they're incurring debt on day one. Oh, for sure i mean there well there's i mean there's all kinds of reasons people get into debt whether it's as a result of the, their marriage the the house um cars i mean i i was dealing with a, a couple recently and they were they were actually just going out to, to buy a vehicle and when you go out to buy a car 
the the question that the car dealership or most salespeople would would uh, ask is how much can you afford to pay monthly, and they'll try and find you a car that fits into your budget. They don't take into account how many payments and, and, you know, do I need this car or what's the right amount, what makes sense and what's the interest rate, all of the other factors that go into that car purchase. And so, you know, people will often overextend because they'll look at it and say, well, I can afford $400 a month. Well, $400 a month for how long and, and what am I getting in exchange for that? What what are the terms of this of this deal? Houses are no different. I mean, uh, the banks famously and, and recently, I guess, have been less uh, willing to lend as a, they're not quite as aggressive, but still, you know, when someone goes in and applies for a mortgage, they say, you qualify for a $600,000 mortgage. That does not mean you should have a $600,000 mortgage. That just means that's the maximum that the bank might be willing to lend. Mm -hmm. Now, every individual is different and every individual situation is different, but let's go through some of the signs that are typical of people with money problems. What, What do you see? And when they come to you and we invite them to see you personally, what are some of the, the the surefire signs that they have an issue and it needs to be addressed through your capable business? Well, I think the biggest thing is is that people will often um, be struggling to make payments every month, and then they're they're living sort of paycheck to paycheck. That's a common one, and I think people, a lot of people have heard that. That that certainly would be a sign that there might be an issue. But the bigger problem is is if you're living paycheck to paycheck and working really hard to make these payments to the creditors, that the balances of what you owe are actually coming down. I mean, it's it's not it's not the worst case scenario anyway if you've got a situation where you're making your payments and you're able to get yourself out of debt in a reasonable time period. If though you're making these payments and working overtime and and working a second job, maybe you're really you know trying to work hard to get out of debt and month over month, the total amount you owe isn't coming down. Well, those folks, I like I like to think of them as treading water because the, the reality is, is that they're working very, very hard to stay afloat, but they're not actually getting anywhere and they're not likely to be able to get out of debt. And with the interest on the debt that they owe, all of the payments that they're they're making or the majority of the payments that they're making are just going to cover those interest costs. And they're, they're could indefinitely continue to work at the same level and pay at the same level and never really be able to get out. That In those cases, people really do need to get help um, because there are ways to break that cycle and hopefully come up with a solution that will help them to get out of debt and, and, and be able to deal with their situation in a reasonable time period. We're going to give you the London number to call for Welker and Associates in a moment. But when they make the call, first of all, even before they come to see Chris, when they make the call, what do they hear on the other end of the line? Well, generally, you know, we, we try to help people when they call and, and, and immediately try and direct them to somebody to speak to. I mean, people who call in often will have questions or concerns before they even want to book an appointment. And we understand that calling is a really big step. And, you know, for most people, uh, they've thought about it or they've heard, you know, ads on the radio or uh, seen on TV or whatever. And they think, oh, it's, you know, I'm not sure what to expect. Would you go as far as to say that a majority of those who end up contacting you eventually and getting problems solved permanently have had that feeling of, well, maybe we'll just try it one more month? or a couple of more months and procrastinate on that and don't see any benefit to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I've said, uh, and I'm not sure I've said on the show before, but um, I think people, when they're in debt, they become extremely short-sighted and they focus on trying to get through the next billing cycle or to their next paycheck. Or, you know, if I cash in these RSPs, I can make my payment this month and then I'll be okay and I'll get over the hump. Well, rarely is that enough and rarely is that a solution to the problem. And so when we're looking at trying to solve the problem, we're trying to say, okay, well, what what's the whole picture and how are we going to come up with a plan that is going to solve the entire uh, 
issue and become a complete and permanent solution for you. Now, some will receive in the mail legal action, right, from whatever it may be, some entity that is owed money. And so they need to bring that to you as well. And you can stop the phone calls. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, stop phone calls, but not just stop phone calls, stop any sort of legal or collection action that's happening. I mean, and how does that work? Well, I guess back up for just a second. What is that legal action? I mean, it was, so when people uh, owe money, if they're not able to pay, creditors will take legal collection action against them. And the result of that is a court order that's called a judgment. And that judgment allows the creditor the opportunity to garnish someone's wages or to put writs against real property or other assets that the, the individual may own. Now, people who are currently having their wages garnished or who have already had this judgment issued against, often they think that it's too late, it's done. Well, that's not true. I mean, we can stop that process no matter where the creditor's at, whether they're threatening to take legal action, whether they have taken legal action and already have their judgment, or whether they've actually already have their judgment and are enforcing it by garnishing wages or, you know, putting writs against property. As soon as a bankruptcy or a proposal is filed, all creditor action is stayed, and those creditors cannot take any further action against you. You should contact Chris and schedule a free initial consultation. The number to call is 519-680-2800. Easy to remember, 519-680-2800. It's something that you shouldn't really give a lot of thought to in terms of you know procrastinating. You should just act on this because, as you just got finished saying, the majority or a greater number of people do prolong this process and eventually it, they should make the call anyway. Well, I mean, if you think you have a problem, you probably do. And if, if you don't, if you call us and you, you, we can't help you or, or there's some, a better solution for you, we'll certainly help direct you in the right, right way. But, um, you know, I think the, the bigger mistake is to not call, to not find out, not have someone who understands all of the issues, review your situation and try and, and see what options or solutions might exist for you. And what are those options and what are those solutions? We'll get into that when we return. Also, we're going to talk about a Londoner and someone from St. Thomas who recently consulted with uh, uh, Welker and Associates and got a permanent solution. And you're going to find out as we go through their challenge how that solution came to be. Check them out online at welker.ca. 519-680-2800. You can follow Chris on Twitter. They're a Better Business Bureau accredited member, and you'll again find them online at welker.ca. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM980. With Brian Atal and Chris Welker, President and Trustee in Bankruptcy, finding you a complete and permanent solution. And what are those alternatives? What are the solutions? What's the solution to bankruptcy? We're going to talk about that on the show today, and we have some examples of those who have fairly recently, from London and St. Thomas, made the call to Welker and Associates directly to uh, Chris as well. So at your first meeting, Chris, uh, you review financial details. And what do you invite those who may be interested now in getting a hold of you to bring to that first meeting with you? Well, basically, we need to, there's three main areas we need to look at. We need to know, obviously, who you owe and, and the, the, the type of debt that you have um, so we can figure out how we're best going to be able to deal with it. So generally, we ask people to either bring along a list of their creditors or if they have recent bills or statements to, to bring them along. Second piece we need to look at are assets, if there's any assets that might be affected by a proposal or a bankruptcy so that we can uh, consider options to protect those assets that people want to keep or, uh, you know, assets that are protected pursuant to legislation so that they're, they're, they're not, that it wouldn't be affected anyway. So people will bring along, you know, RSP statements, investment statements, uh, if they have a house, maybe a, a mortgage statement, property tax statement, whatever they've got. And then the last piece would be to do with income. So a recent pay stub or maybe a 
past tax return or something that would be representative of the income. So we're trying to come up with a solution. I mean, we first we need to know what the problem is, and that's really where figuring out who they owe and how much debt exists. That's that's the first step. And then really, I mean, the, the language I use in the meeting is, is it's, it's a matter of how deep's your hole and what have you got to dig with? I mean, in, in terms of assets, in terms of income, and uh, we look at the, their situation with trying to come up with a budget that would make sense, figure out what's available to try to settle or deal with the problem, and then see how we can fit all of those pieces together to come up with a plan. Having some fun, too, through the show, kind of connecting it to Valentine's Day. We wish everybody a happy Valentine's, and we hope that you and your significant other are having a great day and will have a great life together. But sometimes things go a little bit south, and that's when we need to contact Chris at Welker & Associates. And on that part where we have a marriage breakup, for example, and he has had wages garnished, and he has to make payments to her to take care of the kids. What are some of the rules that you have to follow, and how can you help someone in that situation? Well, I mean, first of all, the the uh, support payments, so the child or spousal support payments, they're not affected by a bankruptcy or a proposal. And if if someone is having their wages garnished through an order from the FRO or, or uh, Family Responsibility Office, and they're paying for support, those are not affected by uh, by by the bankruptcy. But if someone's having their wages garnished by another creditor and as a result finding it difficult to maintain their their support payments, we can certainly help them to eliminate or uh, you know get rid of that garnishment so that they'll be able to make their support payments, look after their family. If you're in that situation, make the call. And you can call directly to Chris in London at 680-2800. That's 680-2800. Now let's get into it. Bankruptcy is sort of the end result, but we can we can go down different paths. We can go down different roads to avoid bankruptcy. And what are the options available? Well, yeah, I mean, generally when we meet with people, there are sort of three options that we look at. And the first one always is, can you dig yourself out of this mess on your own? Or would you be able to if you had some budgeting help or some assistance? And, you know, we certainly try to provide some of that information at our initial meeting and see if that solution is, is feasible. If that option is feasible, then there may be other professionals we can refer you to that would be able to help you and, and uh, you know, see that you get a solution that way. If that option isn't feasible, then the next step we would look at is something called a consumer proposal. And basically what a proposal is, is it's a legislated debt settlement. It stops uh, the creditors from taking any further legal or collection action, including the wage garnishment that we've been speaking about here. Uh, it also eliminates all interest, so the creditors can't continue to charge interest, which is huge when you consider most credit cards have an interest rate over 20%. Uh, some of the retail cards are even higher. Um, and some finance company loans or payday loans have you know, hundreds of percent interest on, on, on them if you annualize the rate. So stopping interest is a critical piece in being able to help get out of debt. And then the third part of that is to compromise or to settle the debt. So if you know someone owes 50000 that they would pay back 15000 10000 20000 depending on their circumstance. I mean, People, when we explain proposals to them, a lot of people say, well, that sounds too good. That can't be true. That there's no way a creditor, why would a creditor take it? Or I've tried to make that arrangement with my creditors and they say no. The guy I'm talking to says no. Well, I mean, the reason the creditors will take a proposal is quite simple. It's more than what they would get if you were to go bankrupt. And so the creditor doesn't want, I mean, the creditor wants to recover as much money as they possibly can. Obviously, they want to get all their money. But I mean, if 
the proposal comes from our office, obviously the creditor knows that they're not getting all their money. And I mean, they're, they're, you have already looked at the options and basically they have a choice between either accepting a reasonable settlement and if they're not willing to do that, that you may be prepared to go bankrupt. And if you do that, they're going to get even less. So we're not relying on the creditors to accept these proposals because they're nice and they want to help the debtor out. We're relying on the creditors wanting to maximize their recovery and making business decisions, which makes sense. And therefore, they're going to accept a settlement because it's the best that they can do and it's more than what they would get if if you were to go bankrupt. So that's sort of the first thing. So that's why creditors will do it. And the reason what makes the proposals that we do with our clients different than, you know, them, a client or even, you know, an unlicensed credit counselor trying to negotiate a settlement on, on, on your behalf um, is that we have the legislation. I mean, as a trustee in bankruptcy, we're licensed by the federal government. Uh, we use the legislation under the Bankruptcy and Insolvency Act to provide an opportunity to debtors to get a fresh start and to deal with their debt. And the consumer proposal, while it is absolutely not bankruptcy, it is legislated under that same legislation. And it's because of that legislation that we're able to stop the interest, prevent the legal collection action, and compromise the debt. And it's also that legislation that allows um, you know, allows people to hopefully come up with a plan that's going to help them to get out. So that's generally what a proposal is, how it works. And that's a good option for a lot of people. I mean, it avoids bankruptcy, it protects assets. So that's something we would look at. But not everybody can do that. I mean, there's lots of people that we meet with who they owe... 20, 30, 40, 50, hundred thousand dollars. And we say, well, you know, you, we can settle that for, uh, you know, 20% of what you owe or 25% of what you owe. But that's great. If you don't have the 25% and you don't have the financial resources to come up with it, it may or may not be a solution. Mm-hmm. So if, if the proposal doesn't solve the problem, then we have to look at another option, which of course would be bankruptcy and, and bankruptcy for most people. I think the biggest thing is, is people have all these ideas about what bankruptcy is, most of which are completely false. So I they're mean, left with nothing. Yeah, well, that's not how it works. I mean, most, or not most, but many, many assets are protected by uh, federal or provincial legislation, furniture in a home, a vehicle, um, personal belongings, clothing and jewelry, RSPs. Um, they can't be touched. They can't be touched. They're exempt. They're protected. I mean, one of the only assets really that the, are co- is common, one of the most common assets that is affected is a house. And so most people who, if they have a house with significant equity in it, and I think last time when we were at the home show, we talked about how equity and, 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 and looking at that, you know, what, what, how do you calculate equity and what, what does that mean? But basically, if you've got a house that doesn't have any equity in it, there's, it has no asset value. So the, if, the, if the brand new, if you just bought it and there's a very little down payment, the amount of the mortgage relative to what the property's worth, there's no value there. If you were to sell it, there wouldn't be anything. And even if there would be, in a bankruptcy, you, you can still keep the house. We just have to figure out a way to get that amount to, to the creditors. So most people who go bankrupt and own their home will keep their homes. I mean, it's very, very rare that they would lose their house. So, you know, in most cases, when someone goes bankrupt, there's the houses aren't, are not affected. So um, obviously the bankruptcy, you know, it is sort of the last resort and, and it is in our minds. I mean, we look at the options with people, if, but if you can't dig yourself out on your own and why, part of why I go through that first step, which is, you know, can you dig out of this on your own? Because we have to see, is that a viable option? And once we've agreed that you can't do that, or most people who come in our office know they can't do that, you know, on some level, whether they, they know it absolutely or they suspect they can't do it and that's what brought them in to see us. Um, 
once we've sort of established that that is the case, you cannot dig yourself out of your own. Well, then you have to do something because doing nothing, these debts don't go away. I mean, they, they, they will eventually take legal collection action. They will garnish you wages. They will put writs of execution against property. I mean, you got to do something. And so the only ways then if we can't pay them, if we can't come up with a plan to, you know, dig ourselves out of debt on our own, then the only other options that really are available would be to make a proposal or to go bankrupt. So there are the options available to us, and it depends. Every situation is unique. Negotiating a payment plan directly with the agency, making a consumer proposal, filing personal bankruptcy. We have some good news stories to share with you coming up next. Those who have made the call, they called, they contacted, they got that initial consultation with Welker and Associates, and they they were very happy that they made that call. Also, coming up next, we're going to talk about the Welker difference. And you're going to hear very clearly defined why it's different and why it's best to call Welker and Associates first. In London, the number is 680-2800. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980. Presented by Welker and Associates, they understand the stress in dealing with personal debt problems. And Chris is very experienced in helping his clients address their most important debt challenges and most importantly, create those opportunities for you to rebuild your financial health. And Chris Welker is here, president and trustee in bankruptcy. Let's take a few minutes to talk about something very important, and that's the Welker difference. I envision, I must tell you, that there are some debt managers out there who, you know, still have the shag carpet and they have a big <laughs> frown on their face when you walk in. And Like, people feel bad enough as it is having to deal with this. But when they come to your office or your associates should go to their home, and we'll talk about the benefits that Welker and Associates offers in that area in a moment, it's, it's about a better, brighter day. And you're on their side. You're on their team. I get that sense that that's how you fashion your approach to your clients. Yeah, well, I mean, we definitely don't have a shag carpet in any of our offices. <laughs> yeah. Do you know uh, what I mean by that? Yeah, like no, the- I... I, I <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it's it's funny because a lot of people, uh, my friends, people who and I tell, you know, meet people out and they say, hey, what do you do? I'm a trustee in bankruptcy. Oh, that must be depressing. I mean, that really must be the, the really the downer job. And the, the reality is I, it isn't at all. I mean, for us... It's. Uh, I, I look at. I always say it's like a doctor's office. I didn't break your leg, but I can fix it. And what I really take pride in, and what I really enjoy about the job, is when people come in to see us. Normally, they are very stressed. I mean, um, you know, they're upset. They're they're embarrassed. They're angry. They're frustrated. They're you know any any number of emotions that they're feeling, and they're very anxious about their situation. They don't know how to solve it. They may have tried various different approaches on their own. They may have talked to friends and family. They may have, you know, different. I mean, they're also looking for a good listener. Well, I, for sure. I mean, I think part of it is understanding the, you know, the story and sort of, okay, how'd you get here? And then how are we going to fix this problem? Right. And so I think that the part that I take the most pride in is when people come into us, I like to think that when they leave, they're in a better place and, and that they feel better about their situation and that they feel empowered, that they have. Uh, an option that actually makes sense that they feel they can do and that's going to solve their problem. And, uh, you know, I think one of the big differences with our firm versus some of our uh, competitors or other, others in the similar business is that when we meet with clients, the, the first consultation that they come in, they deal directly with myself or one of the other licensed trustees at our office. So they're not dealing with an administrator or someone who maybe doesn't know all the answers or has to check with their boss to see if the information they're providing is accurate or, you know, whatever. So the first stop or the first visit is a productive one. 
Yeah, I mean, often we're able to solve the problem at the first meeting. I mean, that's that's ultimately our goal. I mean, we, we'd like to help people get to the solution as quickly as possible. I mean, I think it takes a lot of, uh, you know, uh, courage or a lot of, of, you know, doing for someone just to call us. I think that, that first step and when they contact us is a really big one. And so we want to make sure that if you make that first step to come to our office, that we actually are providing you with a, a big step a big hand to help, right? I mean, uh, and, and so that's kind of how how we always look at it. So it's the idea of you know people coming in, they 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 don't know what to expect, they don't know what what they're going to do, and that hopefully we can provide them with a solution. And if we can't implement that solution immediately, we can certainly get them set on the right track. And you know maybe they come back the next day or a couple of days later to get to get the actual process started. I wanted to highlight that, and and I encourage those who are listening to the show today, if you are in that situation where you need or should seek Chris's uh, help at uh, Welker and Associates, or you know someone who is in that situation, and you mentioned that you heard it on AM 980's Expert Show, and that Welker and Associates is just a phone call away, they do will be more than happy to sit down and explore the options that are available to you and that you hope that uh, it will be the end of all that troubles them and the beginning of a new fresh sunny start. Yeah, well, I mean, at least we'll do our part for sure, you know, and and I think for a lot of people making that first call, if a trustee is available when they call, they can speak directly to somebody over the phone. I mean, we can give people advice right away and we try to be very accessible. So just following through with what I had said earlier about, you know, the starting with the, that trustee, well, you kind of stay with that trustee throughout the process and the trustee is always accessible. It's not like, you know, you met with somebody and then a, Ping you know, pong a, ball a, around. a court officer comes in for five minutes that, you know, shakes your hand and, and you have no further contact with them. I mean, this is a relationship that you'll have with whoever it is that's helping you and that person is responsible to to get you through, whether it's myself or, like I say, one of the other licensed trustees at our office. So, I mean, we really do try to provide that personal service that, you know, I, and I, I can't speak for every other firm, but I, I know that's what we do and what we really focus on at our office. Anything else that comes to mind if you were to do that 30-second infomercial in the elevator and somebody said, Chris, what do you do? What would come to mind? Well, I, I think we, we help people to uh, deal with situations that they otherwise probably couldn't handle on their own. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of, one of my associates said it best. I mean, like we, we try to help, we're helping good people to get out of debt. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, the people come to see us and how you got into the problem. I, I mean, certainly there's, there's all kinds of stories that we hear and, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, relationship breakdown or, you know, the overspending while one spouse was on mat leave. I think we're going to touch on, next. Uh, touch about something that, uh, you know, or someone loses a job or illness or whatever. How you got into trouble isn't the key. That the, the trouble are, is there. We have this issue. Now we've got to f- come up with a solution to fix it. And the faster we can get that solution in place, the better off in the long run uh, everybody be. On this Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about a couple very much in love. They, she went on mat leave and then there was some trouble. And we'll talk about how she worked that out through the expertise of the trustees and bankruptcy of the London office of Welker and Associates. Call Chris. Here's the number, 519-680-2800. That's 680-2800. You'll find them online at welker.ca. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980. With Brian Atoll and Chris Welker, President and Trustee in Bankruptcy, finding you a complete 
and permanent solution. You can follow Chris on Twitter, and you can also follow them on Facebook as well. Let's give you an example, Chris, of a, a recent Londoner who sought the uh, services of your uh, associates, your trustees in bankruptcy at uh, Welker, met with a woman at the London office who was struggling with her debt. She was married, and her husband was bringing in an income, and she was on mat leave at the time. And due to periods of unemployment and overextension of her credit and their low family income, they owed about $23,000 to unsecured creditors plus their mortgage. And before we even go to the solution, uh, because you don't deal with all of the clients, and so I need to be fair in asking you about this, but generally when someone goes to Matley, what are, what are some of the problems that you have faced with your clients that may well, have led to her issue? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, for whatever reason, whether it's mat leave or layoff or reduced overtime or marital breakdown, any of these causes, the, the ultimate, I guess the end game here is that there's a reduction in income. And all too often when people's income is reduced, their expenses aren't. And and either because they're overspending and, and they're not budgeting properly or because they can't reduce their expenses. I mean, your rent doesn't go down just because you're on maternity leave. Your mortgage you know, payment, mortgage payment, whatever. It doesn't get decreased just because you're on maternity leave. So very often, I think people find themselves in a situation where they're used to spending $3,000 a month and then they go on maternity leave or one spouse goes on maternity leave and now they're down to $2,500 a month or whatever the number is. And I'm not sure those numbers make any sense, but, mm-hmm. but the idea being that the, the level that they were spending on and servicing and being able to afford while everyone was working and everything was going um, was doable and it made sense and that budget worked. The problem is, is that the budget for whatever reason either couldn't or didn't adjust when the change occurred. And I mean, maternity leave is something, you know, hopefully people can see it coming because they, they know that there there's a lead up to it. But all too often, the, the causes that result in that reduced income aren't something that people see coming. I mean, it could be layoffs, an illness, an injury at work that prevents you from being able to work. Um, you know, And it can happen to anybody. Yeah, and it can happen fast. Or, or, or I mean, marital breakdown. I mean, they, they, probably in about uh, more than half of the cases we deal with, marital relationship breakdown are one of the causes because you've got two incomes servicing one household and they're able to pay all their bills. They're managing no problem. And, and whatever debt they had, they're paying it off and they've got a, they've got a plan in place that, that makes sense. Once they separate, well, now you've got no new income. Both parties are still making the same amount of money, but... Mortgage is approved on the joint volume right. of money coming into the household. Right. But now you've got the two, the same amount of income and now you've got to support two households. So you've just doubled the living expenses, which... I mean, no one or most people, I would say, don't have the income to be able to support a doubling of their expenses that would allow them to continue to have a budget that makes sense. And so this is what creates the problem. And and I, I'm a firm believer that in probably 90% of the cases that we deal with, the 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 issue really is fundamentally a budgeting issue and not whatever the the debt is the debt is more a result of the the problem now i mean there are cases where you know something happens overnight and there's just absolutely nothing that could be done and there's situations where the 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 budgeting issue is a result of a change or a you know and you know a change in the situation which is 
uh, not something somebody could have planned for or, or been able to foresee, but being able to adjust the budget, and all too often you can't adjust it. That's that's really the problem, and so that's where you need help to to come up with a plan that allows you a way to deal with that debt to reduce those interest payments, and you know hopefully come up with a plan to get out. Listener would be very interested to know that even though she was on maternity leave, it made sense after the full exploration to file personal bankruptcy in this case. Yeah, well, I mean, often one of the things with bankruptcy is that the amount that someone is required to repay through the bankruptcy process is based on their income. So if someone is in debt and is struggling and they're going to ultimately end up having to go bankrupt anyway, filing bankruptcy when their income is lower or while they're on maternity leave can be a, a huge advantage because there won't be any excess income or extra money available to pay creditors. And since most maternity leaves are going to be for a year, the bankruptcy process for a first-time bankrupt without any surplus income or extra income available to pay creditors is only nine months. So for an individual who is on maternity leave, has a reduced income, recognizes that they're in trouble, and would deal with that debt early on in their maternity leave, they would have completed the process and been discharged before they ever go back to work. And then in order to file personal bankruptcy, she, being on mat leave, had to pay a minimum fee of $1,800 as well as 200 a month for nine months. So it, is that no, no, the oh, eighteen hundred total, which okay. is paid at the rate of two hundred per oh, month I see. for nine okay. months, is okay. what she might have paid. Uh, all right. So I was just wondering, is that nine month window common? Well, then, it, yeah, bankruptcy is a legislated process. So I mean, for a first time bankrupt without surplus income, the bankruptcy process is nine months. Okay. For a first time bankrupt who has extra income or has income over these set guidelines. Um, that the bankruptcy process would be 21 months. And then, believe it or not, there are people who go bankrupt more than once. So for those who have are going bankrupt a second time, the minimum process without surplus is 24 months, and with that extra income would be 36 months. So. What's most challenging for most people is making that first call, recognizing that you are having financial problems and that you don't believe you can work them out on your own. Well, there is help. Welker & Associates, trustee in bankruptcy. Give Chris a call, 680 2800. News, talk, sports. Now, back to the experts on AM 980. With Brian Atoll and Chris Welker, President and Trustee in Bankruptcy, finding you a complete and permanent solution in London. The number is 680-2800. That's 680-2800. Also encourage listeners to go to the website at welker.ca where you have a couple of things that people could do today, even before making the call. And one is a self-assessment survey. Yeah, I mean, the the self-assessment survey is really uh, designed to try to help people, direct people and guide them through our website to information that would be relevant to their situation. So without providing us with a whole lot of personal information, simply answering, I think it's five or six questions, um, and, and they're basically multiple choice answers, it gives individuals an opportunity to find out information that should be relevant to their situation. If they're business owners, if they're employees, if they're married, single, property owners, whatever their situation is. And they can then go through our website and and hopefully get some answers. Now, obviously, that's not going to be a complete um, answer to all the questions. That's where the consultation comes in. That's where the consultation comes in. But hopefully, if there's enough information there that you see what options are available and sort of what some of the key issues are. And if there are any questions, by all means, please contact our office. And, and I mean, we spoke earlier about our, the difference between calling us, but I mean, you can really call the office and just speak to me directly. And, and I do often talk to people over the phone and try and provide whatever advice and, and uh, mm-hmm. ideas I can to, to solve the problem as quickly as possible. And, and you know, ultimately we would have to meet to get anything to do, actually do anything, but we can certainly chat on the phone and see if there's a, a solution that might make sense or if we have a, you know, 
know, a way to, to solve the problem. You know, we often go to a bank website and we'll do the mortgage calculator or we'll see that car of our dreams and we'll find out what the payments are. You know, at Welker.ca, you've got the debt options calculator and maybe we should be using that more. Yeah, well, our debt option calculator, I mean, I think it's a really good tool because most people are shocked when they look at how much it might cost on a monthly basis to pay back the debt that they have. And uh, because people get focused on the minimum payments or the required monthly payments that they're making. Well, most minimum payments with credit card companies, I mean, they're they're amortized over a very, very long time. So, I mean, if you're making only the minimums, it'll take you 20, 30, you know, years to pay off this debt. Um, but to pay off debt in what I would consider to be a reasonable time period, like five years at those credit card interest rates, I mean, the, the payments can be staggering when people take a look. And so, yeah, I would encourage people to try our, our, our debt uh, options calculator and take a look at what those numbers are and see how those numbers would fit into their budget. And finally, to sum up, Chris, uh, no obligation, but you have everything to gain by making the call to Welker. And associates. Yeah, I mean, we, we really try to help people. And, and I mean, if you are in debt, I think you have more to lose by not calling than you would have by calling. I mean, there, there's absolutely no money up front. We don't ask for any money to come in for the consultations. Uh, we even help start the process, whether it be proposal or bankruptcy, without any payments being made at the time of filing. So, I mean, we're really trying to help people to get out of debt, and that's what we focus on doing. And here's the number to call. Call first, 680-2800. Give Chris a call. It's never too soon. And it's never too late. We look forward to having you back. Thank you very much. Have a good day. And everyone have a happy Valentine's and a great weekend.